Be warned that once you pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This is the Midlife Mail Podcast with Greg Scheiman, brought to you by Inns Group Insurance. Inns Group is insuring success. From the Gal Media Studios, here's Greg Scheinman. It's that time for the Midlife Mail Podcast. I am Greg Scheinman. Welcome to the program today. I am stoked. Mr. Chad Lemons, Mr. Drive himself, the lone wolf, founder of the Drive Clothing Company. Uh, he is motivation and inspiration personified. Uh, also, the Drive Diet, if you want to learn and get involved and eat right, uh, Chad is your guy through the Drive Diet as well. I want to jump right into this. Um, Chad is somebody I have followed for a while. I wanted to talk to. Uh, he was cool enough to swing by the Inns Group offices. And uh, let me get a little glimpse into his life, let us all get a little glimpse into his life, what he's all about, uh, and what's made him and shaped him into the guy uh, he is today. So without further ado, Chad Lemons on the Midlife Mail podcast. Let's do it. All right, here we go today on the Midlife Mail podcast with Greg Scheinman. I am thrilled to be sitting here with Mr. Chad Lemons the lone wolf, <laughs> the lone wolf of the Drive Clothing Company and, and so much more. Um, I want to get, get right in and, and go over, where did the lone wolf persona or attitude come from that if you were an animal, mm-hmm. you'd be that, that lone wolf? Well, I am an animal. <laughs> I do look at it as I'm an animal. And I do, when I do come back in my second life, I will come back as a lone wolf. I will be the wolf. Or I'll be the wolf of the pack. I'm always going to be the leader. I'm always going to do what I wanted to do because in a younger age, whenever you're trying to find yourself, you're going from job to job to job, you're getting all these just BS jobs that really ain't going to go much anywhere. You can grow with the company, but you're just trying to find yourself at this point. And I think I didn't, I didn't, it's not that I think, I know now looking back that I didn't like somebody telling me what to do. I don't care if it was just say, hey, man, can you pick up that piece of paper for me and hand it to me? I didn't like it. I just didn't like the fact that somebody could control me and tell me what to do or tell me how to perform or tell me how to do this. I just didn't like it. And that's why I went off and got into this. But, but, and I was at a younger age. You didn't really realize it. And at that time, a little, a little immaturity, of course. You know what I mean? And I look back at some things and I'm like, you know what? I had a bad attitude too. But we all did at that age. You're talking yeah. about 18, 19, 20 mm-hmm. years old. You know what I mean? And then getting into the fitness side, something that I actually wanted to do. I was like, you know what? I like working out. How can I get more involved? But again, we got to remember there was no social media at this time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how are you going to get involved in the fitness industry? So it was like, okay, let me apply for a supplement company. Let me apply to be a trainer at a gym. Boom, I got hired on a, as a trainer at, the, at 24-Hour Fitness. And then that's when my career just started taking off from there because I fell in love with helping people and encouraging people and seeing by, people uh, changing their body. Because at the time, 24 event is nothing against them in, in the big franchise gyms, but it's always about hitting a number. That's what it's all about to them. Everything is just about hitting a number. Let's hit a number. Let's hit a number. When, to me, it was more about, yeah, but dude, I want to help people. I don't want to just take their money and just say, okay, well, at least I hit my number. But did I change anybody? Mm-hmm. Did, I, did, I, did I have any cool transformations or have any stories to tell at the end of this month? No, because all I was worrying about was just help, hitting a number and then people are falling off left and right and they're just giving me their money. And it's like, well, dude, this is cool, but I want you to change, man. And so that's when I went independent because I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore because I feel like all I'm trying to do is hit a number. Mm-hmm. And that's just a number. You know what I mean? Like what's in your bank account, what the scale says, what your age is. It's all just a number, you know? And I think it's a little bit of, of, of how we use those numbers. Like it, 
Like no. numbers can be used in a really positive it way too. It can be, yeah. And then they can be used in in also a kind of neg negative, a negative way. way too. And and but what's interesting is you you know you start out with 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 kind of the I don't want to be told what to do and and maybe yeah. there's some immaturity to that and there's a little bit of the age factor mm -hmm. but but you're able to channel that rebellion in a way into something again positive mm -hmm. because what you're even doing with with helping people in the manner in which you approach it is you aren't really telling people what to, you're telling other yeah. people what to do yeah. you know but it's your story and the one that you've created mm -hmm. and the one that you're passionate about getting them to to embrace so you kind of flipped it you know so yeah. in, in in some ways yep. where where did that spirit I, I guess come from and that of of helping other other people you know? I mean honestly just well encouraging helping people was really just amongst it myself uh, competing in bodybuilding that's how the whole drive thing started really mm -hmm. was just me competing against myself and how am I going to push myself to keep going farther so I tattooed it on me it was something to look down at in between my sets in between my reps to to, uh, to tell myself I got to keep pushing I got to have that drive I got to keep going in life I can't stop because I told myself I'm only going to do 10 reps so I'm just going to stop at 10, even though I easily got 10. No, push into, get that one, get that two. Tell somebody across the gym, hey, man, give me give me a couple more reps in there. Force me to get those extra reps in life. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't just look at, oh, getting those extra reps in life in the gym. Get those extra reps in life, too, mm -hmm. man. Like, go out there and go get that extra mile. If your boss tells you to, hey, man, I just need you to clean this room, clean his office, too. Don't just clean your office. Go ahead and go in there and clean his office. Who cares, man? Just do that extra thing in life and stop just doing the mediocre and just saying, oh, I'm just going to stop right here at 10 reps because that my trainer told me to do three sets of 10. Well, dude, he's just kind of setting a number for you. But, dude, go past that. If you can go past that, go past it. That's what I encourage to all my legends, I like to call them, mm -hmm. my clients, but I call them legends. I tell them, I'm like, dude, just because I write out a workout for you and I tell you to do this, dude, you can switch it up or add more reps to it. If you feel like you can do more, then do more, man. I'm not there to see how much you can do. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I can't, I'm not there for you to do that. But if you feel like you can do it, go past that, go beyond that, you know? Uh what was your back? Like, where? Tell me a little bit about your background. We'll, we'll backtrack a little bit about how you grew up, how you how you were raised. Um, I grew, you know, well, where school, where you went to school, when school end, and when did you kind of yeah. get out there on your own? I grew up. Well, I grew up in Tomball, Texas, outside of Houston. Uh, you know, uh, medium class family, uh, divorced. You know, um, and I think that's where a lot of the lone wolf comes into play. Um, and I have no, I have nothing against my parents for the divorce or anything like that. It happens, you know, stuff happens in, in life, you know, and people go their separate ways. But I think that right there was the deciding factor too in my life. Looking back now on your childhood, because I think mm -hmm. everybody should look back at your childhood because your childhood is a representation of who you are today. Yep. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you grew up in a poor family and, and you're like, dude, I'm never going to grow. I'm never going to be like that. I don't want my kids to ever go through what I had to go through. Nothing against your parents. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But I want to have a better life. I want to have something better. That's usually what it, a lot of times why people are successful. It's not like they were just handed a check mm -hmm. and here you go. I think it's both. It, it's both too. I mean, I think you've got people that grew up one way and maybe you know want more. Yeah. Okay. okay? And yeah. then it drives you from exactly for more. Um, you know, the flip side. I always tell people, you know, and we'll get into the the judging books by by their cover thing. Yeah. You know, also, you know, I grew up a very different way. I grew up where really, in a way, there was nowhere to go but down. You know, yeah. it was it was an affluent community. Um, we were close close family, um, and that we got rocked when my dad passed away. You know, oh, at yeah. uh, at forty seven, you know, and I was seventeen and two younger brothers. We got rocked, you know, in the other way, and how those things change your perspective on on life too. They may mm -hmm. change your perspective on money. You know, yep. there, as much as you may come from one side and you may yeah. want more. You know, you well, we all grew up differently. Yeah, we all have a different story. Side yeah. where, hey, in balance, you know, money is not the sole driving factor for happiness. Yeah. You know, or balance in there yeah. too, and. These experiences in childhood shape the rest of your life yeah. and your perspectives on on where you want to go, you know, what you want to do. And I always say, look, I know I could spend more hours at the office. Yeah. I, I know, I know I could. You know, Absolutely. Forty-five years old, big office, big operation. Yeah. I know I could spend more time at the office, and yes, I could make more money. Mm -hmm. But what's the trade-off? 
Yeah. Do I lose time in the gym? Do I lose time coaching my kids? You know, am I not home for dinner? You know, whatever it may be, again, we're back to... Well, because when people say, oh, you work 24-7, that's bullshit. You can't work. Working 24-7 is hard. You're going to have a day or two where you're going to collapse and you're going to like, dude, i got to get my... I have other things going on in my life besides just work all the time. I think what's inspiring about what, what you do and what you put out there is, you know, we are working, call it 24-7, but we're working on our life. Yeah. You know, it's not just business or one element. Exactly. I think it's, it's, it's three-dimensional. You know, yeah. we're working on We're trying to improve... E- exactly. We're trying to improve everything, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a relationship problem. That's <laughs> 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 my thing. I'm still working on it. It's a relationship with a girl. <laughs> yeah, look, we all, we all have it. I yeah. mean, again, it's, it's... We all have a relationship. And yeah. I think I... Relationships with, with business partners and clients. Oh, you know? yeah. I got relationship, you know, issues. You know, you're married 16, 17 yeah. years. Kids are getting older. How, you know, I mean, there are constant issues, you know, that we're all, again, juggling. And oh, where yeah. we clear our heads, where we're able to focus, reemphasize. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I do, I want to ask you about, about the, um, I want to ask you about your appearance a little bit, yeah. too, okay? Uh, <laughs> and I'm big on to get, don't judge a book, don't judge okay. books. But, but do you make a conscious kind of decision? Say, okay, lone wolf, guy who doesn't want to work for anybody, blaze my own path. Do you make a conscious decision? Say, look, I'm going to tattoo myself up and down. I'm going to grow out this beard. Okay, I'm going to do this. And it's going to affect kind of like your whole, it's got a, your whole persona, you know, what you may be available to do, not available to do. Where does that fit, I guess, into, into culture and society? Uh, as far as uh, certain people, it might, Make people not want to work with me, maybe because yeah, the first, or, the first or, minute. or you know, there's an intimidation factor, yeah. or there's hey, if I put myself in this class, well, or I mean, this category, or look like this, I'm pretty much ruling yeah. out some other stuff. Well, the yeah. first thing is obviously if you're doing something like that, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Straight up, you know, what I mean, I just don't care because it's my life. It's I'm going to do what I want. And again, because at the end of the day, man, it's just me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. Everybody, at the end of the day, your wife could walk out on you with your kids tomorrow, and mm-hmm. you have no idea, and then it's back to just you. And again, what do you have after that? After, after you've, everybody walks out of this office room, it's just you in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can't worry about if it's going to affect me in something later on in life or whatever. Somebody wants to judge me because of my beard or my tattoos or can't accept that, especially in 2018. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a world now where tattoos on faces are acceptable. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yep. So I think, too, growing up in the 90s has changed a lot of things. I'm not 90s, baby. So you've kind of gone into that transition where, you know, old people that are in their 60s. When I'm when we're in our 60s and stuff, there's going to be a lot of people with tattoos now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So No doubt. I mean, and I, I think that the... I think the stereotypes are getting broken down, you know, more and more. And one of the things Absolutely. I really want to do is, is, is dispel a lot of those stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, look... We get a ton of people that, that are walking into the doors of, of the building we're in right now, and mm-hmm. they are, you know, they are suit and tie, they're navy blue yeah. suits, and, the, and they are red ties, mm-hmm. and some of them are just the biggest pricks on the planet, yeah. you know, and you get some others. Okay? I just, I mean, my biggest thing is I try not to judge any, I, I just don't judge anybody, so if somebody wants to judge me, I just don't even think about that, I guess, mm-hmm. because it's just like, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, I'm, I'm, I like, I'm like my father, man, my father's my biggest mentor in my life, and we wear our heart on our sleeve, and it gets me in trouble sometimes, because mm-hmm. I give out too much information, or I, um, I open myself up to people too much, and then they take advantage of me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but at the same time, I used to get discouraged about that, when people would take advantage of me and stuff, but now, you know what, I just look at it as like, again, I just try, I don't take any losses anymore, that's my mindset, I just say, you know what, the bottom line is, is I can find something positive out of that and just move on. And it'll come back to me later on, you know. Were you I? taking losses at some point? or Absolutely. What, what again, got you to... Still to take ch- losses. Take I, mean, I say that I don't take any losses, but that's just a figure of speech. People would just say that. Everybody takes a loss. You have to take losses yep. in life. You have to because how are you going to learn if you don't take a loss? You know what I mean? I guess what I, where I'm going is what are the exercises or steps that you took that changed that mindset to say, okay, I can take... I can take that loss or I can accept that loss and here's how I'm going to move through it and here's how I'm going to get past that. Because one thing I think people, people struggle with is, you know, they internalize, you know, or, mm-hmm. or the loss stays with them, you know, or it's, it's easier said than done to, I'm going to just put that behind me and move forward. But I think a lot of people get stuck, get dwelling, so stuck on. dwelling on stuff, whether it's judgment or, or a situation or scenario that happened to them and they have trouble putting it behind them, you know. What have you been able to do 
for yourself to put that stuff behind you or it, use it, it for further drive or motivation. For me, it's a little different, and I feel like a pe- people that are single are going to be able to relate to this a little bit more than anybody else. And this is the only way I can that I can put it out there. What, what you're, the answer I guess you're looking for is that, dude, all you have is yourself. Mm. So you have to figure it out. You have to. You don't have a choice, man, because it's either that or you live under a bridge or you stay fat. I mean, what are you going to do, man? You have to. It's kind of like when people say they're, when they're hooked on drugs or something like that, like they can't get off. You can get off, man. It's a mental thing. You have to finally sit there and say, I'm a, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, dude, I have to make a change. I have to make a change. And that's what I did. So when people ask me, well, what do I got to do? Look in the mirror and say, I have to make a change. Well, da, da, da. it's like, I don't know what to tell you, man, because that's what I did. Because my, my, my father had always told me, Chad, eventually one day you're going to look in the mirror and say enough is enough. I can preach to you, I can tell you, I can tell you over and over and over and over again. And just like all these people right now listening to this, you can go listen to this podcast, you can go listen to that podcast. But at the end of the day, at the end of this podcast, you're going to have to get up, go in the bathroom, look in the mirror and say, what? What, what, are we, what are we doing here, pal? I mean, what, what are we doing? You know, mm-hmm. seriously, because a lot of people don't take that seriously. They think it's just like, oh, okay, well, I get what you're saying. Just look in the mirror. No, like, seriously, bro. Go look in the mirror and say, what the fuck are we doing with our lives, man? Like, are you happy with the way you look? Are you happy with what you have in life? Are your kids happy? Are you, is your wife happy? Do you want to see your kids live longer? Do you want to work at the same job that you're at? Do you want to improve at the job that you're at? What are you trying to do? You need to talk to the person in the mirror, man. Because mm-hmm. you can only put out so much motivation. You can only put it out in so many different ways that eventually, dude, you have to fucking say enough is enough. Dude, it, I'm going to continue on this path. If I, if I don't get off this path and go on this path, it's going down a dark road. Mm-hmm. And either you see that or you don't. If you don't see it, you're eventually going to see it. Because eventually, when you have no one to call, you have no one to talk to, and every, everybody is gone, everybody is against you now, everybody thinks you're a bullshitter, everybody has left your side, even your best friend has said, you know what, enough is enough, I'm out of here with you, dude. Dude, that's when you're, when you're at that emptiness that's when you're going to find out. And you're either going to find out then or you're going to find out way sooner. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you find out sooner. Hopefully everybody listening to this, they find, hopefully there's somebody out there right now listening to this that I'm going to change. If I can just touch one person with this podcast, dude, this podcast was a, was a mission complete. Well, you're changing one. I'm sitting right across the table. Well, yeah. Saying, hey, there you no, go. that's like, awesome. But I'm hoping that we're going to encourage some of your followers and stuff too that are going to like take this and take it serious, man. Because, dude, we all know, man, life is a fucking bitch, man. This shit is a rough life, dude. And I can tell you right now, it's still rough for me. There's many times I get frustrated with life, with with, with it, with it. And I'm like, man, why can't, why is this not working? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you, but you have to, you can sit there and say, why is this not working? And I did that too with my company. I dwelled on the past and I kept dwelling on it and dwelling on it. And meanwhile, while I'm dwelling on the past, the current situation is going to shit mm-hmm. because you're dwelling so much on the past that the current situation that you're in now is fucking failing and is becoming a huge disaster and is about to explode all in your face. And if you don't stop worrying about your past girlfriend or your past company that you worked for, you're the past business idea that you had. Dude, your business idea sucks. Move on. Sorry. <laughs> kind of like Mr. Wonderful says, take it out back and shoot it. Because that's what it is. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It sucks to hear that. But mm-hmm. dude, don't you want it to be successful? You know what I mean? Like, well, what are yeah. you wanting? What are you wanting from this? Like, you're just going to continue it just to say you have this business or you have this idea that's never going to work. Well, it's, it's the fear just of done. failure, you know. And, yeah, and, and, you know, but you yeah, are failing. Right, but you, are you don't even realize it. You won't admit it. Okay? You won't even you admit it that you're failing. Or the bigger fear is the fear, fear, fear of the of the public, you know. Yeah. Uh, of the perception that oh, I failed. Uh, oh, I you know failed. how many times I thought like to myself, like, dude. Like, man, if, if the drive, like, fails, man, everyone's just going to be like, yeah, see, I knew I knew he wouldn't make it. Or mm-hmm. I knew that clothing line wasn't, dude, I knew that clothing line wasn't going to last long. You know, of course, we all have that fear. But, dude, that's when, again, you have to say, fuck you yeah. to everybody and mm-hmm. just say, I don't give, I don't care. Well, like, on both whether it's working, yeah. right, we're going to take this thing to the next level and yeah. we're going to use that. Or, hey, 
we're going to acknowledge that this isn't working, or I'm going to yeah. acknowledge that this isn't working. I'm going to check that box. I'm going to shoot it, and I'm going to go move on to the, exactly. move on to the next thing. And yeah. but, but if there's still hope that maybe you just need to tweak some things, or maybe you need to reach out to somebody else, like yourself or something, that can maybe throw some pointers mm-hmm. my way that go, oh, damn, I didn't really think about it like that. You don't want to give – you want to make sure if you give up on the idea, it is you gave it your all. Everything that you thought you could do possibly, you did it. And you're like, you know what? It still just didn't work out for me. Mm-hmm. As long as you're, as long as you know that, then dude, that's all that matters. That's now, right. somebody else might say like, oh, well, dude, you could have done this. Well, I could have, but I didn't. You well, know what I mean? Of course, you can listen to that all day long. You can listen to that all day. Yeah. Or maybe you should try this, or you should try that, or you should do this. Like, yeah, man, but you don't see all the other stuff that's going on. You don't understand that I'm a one-man operation, and I'm trying to do all this myself. I don't have anybody to help like you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's a, there's a million different sides to that. You can go round oh, and yeah. round, and if you keep asking, you're going to keep perpetuating mm-hmm. the problem. I don't know if you've ever read it, but one of my, my favorite books is called The Dip. Mm-hmm. And it's just about this. It's about you get to that point in every in everything, life, business, relationships, where you get to that dip. You know, yeah. do you lean into the dip, okay, yeah. and we go for, or hey, do we cut the cord and you exactly. take it out back and shoot it and move on to something else? But exactly. you're at that point where you have to make a decision, yep. you know, in there. And if you lean in, you better lean all the way in and give it hundred fucking percent yep. and go come out whole the other side, you know, on that dip. Yeah. But if you cut it, you also better cut it clean, too, yeah, and and move on to something else. But hanging out in that zone yeah. in there you know, will crush you. Exactly. Another thing is when you're talking about books and stuff like that, um, because I do get this question a lot where people ask me like, hey, where do you get your information from or where do you get your inspiration? Where do you get like your success from? Did you read? Did you listen to somebody? Mm-hmm. Honestly, dude, I never read any books. I don't really do it. I don't, and I barely listen to anybody's podcast. I just, my biggest thing is, dude, and maybe you're right, I probably could. I, I probably could. I know some people would say, oh, man, I think you should, though, and I get it. It would help me and stuff. But, dude, I've lived my life always by trial and error. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would rather make my own mistake and just blame it on myself and just learn from it and go. And that's where, I, where, where I'm at in my life today. And that's the way Every, you wired. Yeah. And, and it works for you. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's and part of giving advice. Which exactly. Is, hey, this is maybe what works for me, what yeah. hasn't worked for me, and, and, and figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Trial and error. That's, that's, that's the key to my success. If I was to sum it all up right there, mm-hmm. trial and error, man. You have to go out there and try it. And, but it's, but that's not, everybody can't do that because of the fear of failing. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm not afraid to fail. I don't give a shit. It's like I'll fail because, again, and this would be good for people that work out a lot and they're more into the working outside. Are you afraid, when you get underneath that bench to press 500 pounds? Are you afraid of it? Fuck no, you're not because you're fucking you. You did it the last week, mm-hmm. so you're you're gonna attempt it again because you're not afraid to fail. And if but if you go up on weight, you're still not afraid to fail mm-hmm. because you know, dude, I'm gonna get this no matter what. So dude, dude, just apply that same aspect to life. Yeah. Say I don't care. I know I'm gonna even if I fail. Oh well, I still have another shot. Well, I can still do it again tomorrow. And let's put it in perspective. Whether you're experienced, okay. In, in that and you're committed to that lifestyle and you're looking to move up, move up, move up and not be afraid to fail because we all know what that, that progression is. We're yeah. going to bust those plateaus. Oh, yeah. On the other side is, this is what I'm spending a lot of time telling people, you can't be afraid to fail to even start. Like if no. you haven't even started, okay? No. Like you can't have that fear of failure. We got to get you up. We got to get you moving. Yep. We got to start working into, you know, we got to work at changing your lifestyle. Exactly. You know? And you're not going to start Okay, of course you're going to be afraid to fail at 500 pounds. Okay, you haven't lifted any pounds yeah. in, 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 yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. You haven't gotten off And you're your so ass. used to that lifestyle, right. too. We're talking about, okay, can we get you out of a sedentary mindset? Can we get you out of a sedentary lifestyle? Can yeah. we get you out of the, the notion that this is where you are in life and this is where you're going to stay? Or yeah. that you don't have the time, or you can't alter some eating habits, you can't do, do something physical. I, mean, I spend a lot of time on the walking before you run. I actually, I mean, I find it hard, really hard. I try to get guys to actually even come and work out with me. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And and the of the fear or the apprehension that I sense is, oh man, like I, I can't I can't go with you there, or I'm not. I need to get in shape before I even work out with yeah. you. It's like no, like everything is scalable, man. Like just get up. Well, like, you know what th- the fuck else are you doing at seven o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Come on. Like, and I think a lot of the people here's and this is this is this is, I think the problem is too a lot of people. Like when they start a nutrition plan or diet plan, anything. But I'm the diet plans are just easy to use. But so you start you start this new journey of yours, this whole healthy lifestyle and everything else like that. And then the first day or two, you're all about it. And then something comes up at work. The, your boss is saying, "Hey man, Tim, I need you to come in uh, mm-hmm. an hour sooner." And you're like, "Son of a bitch, man! Like I just started my fitness journey. 
boss is screwing up my routine. What the hell do I do? You have two options, man. You can either go to the wake up even earlier, or you could skip it. No big deal. Don't worry about it. And don't say, I'm going to make it up the next day by doing two hours of cardio. No, dude. Because, you know, I hate when people say, I'm going to make it up. I'll make it up to you, man. Or we'll make it up another time. No, you you can't make up time, dude. You've already you've already did it, dude. Just move on and just go on to the next thing that was on the plan. So if your boss told you to come in early to to go to work, but you you had to miss your cardio session, mm-hmm. no big deal. Get your first meal in, then get your next meal in. Follow the plan that you've read out in life, not just the diet plan, but just in life. Go to the next thing in life. Or, or the next thing that the plan says. Just do the next thing. Don't say, well, I'll make up for that cardio session tonight. No, dude. Just follow the plan that you set out for yourself or whoever or somebody set it out for you that you probably paid. So you should be listening to them anyways. <laughs> so go on to the next thing in life and just keep moving forward, man, because that's the drive. Dude, the, the drive doesn't stop. Okay, we don't have detours. Sometimes there's obviously going to be some detours and, and some roadblockage yep. along the way, but we keep pushing through it, though. We don't stop and go back and say, oh, shit, man, we forgot to get this. We need to go back. No, dude, we've already forgot it. We gotta, we're going to have to deal with that. But yeah, man, but I need a pillow, though, man. I need that pillow to, to sleep. I, I, what am I going to lay my head on? Fuck. Guess you're gonna have to figure out something else, dude. Fold your shirt in half and use that as a pillow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or what? You know what I'm you saying? You gotta find a way to be resourceful. You got, you got to, you gotta find, you gotta find the next thing. You have to just. That's the problem, is man, is people just don't move on and like, and that they dwell on, it's, and then that's exactly with relationships. You dwell on your past girlfriend, you dwell on this past person that supposedly destroyed your life. They did all this to you. It's their fault that you're in the situation that you're in now, and it's all BS, man. It's like, no, dude, you're in a situation because you put yourself in that situation because you dated that person or you accepted that person into your life, and you need to stop looking at it and dwelling on them and just move on. Well, now we're getting into accountability. Yeah. Um, and I think accountability is a serious is a Big serious time. issue right now. Yeah. Um, that people. That's why people trouble. hire me though. Well, they hold them accountable. Right. They, they, they have know? trouble being accountable. Yeah. Right? They have trouble being accountable to themselves. Yep. They have trouble being accountable to even to somebody else. And if they happen to disagree with that somebody else, like they sh- they shy even further away, yeah. you know, from the accountability. Yeah. Because now I'm not going to be accountable because I don't even agree with what their what their principles exactly. are or whatever. They, as opposed to, hey, we still have to be accountable to work with one another or mm-hmm. within the same system if, if we choose to or if we have to be around each other. Accountability is, is a big issue. Oh, yeah. And, and I think there's just a lot of people that are looking to shy away from accountability or hide behind somebody yeah. else or or delegate it if yeah. you will because they don't want to face the actual and that's and that's jobs as trainers mm-hmm. so if we go on nutrition on the nutrition whether side it's of nutrition it. whether it's fitness again and i always use the parallel you know into into business it's exactly like, oh yeah I, I signed that but i really yeah. wasn't responsible for exactly that, you know? or or i let my so-and-so handle all of those and i think that's like, where the accountability when starting a business is makes it so hard because you know you know as well as i know an entrepreneur, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. If you're a person that can't hold yourself accountable, you're not going to be able to start a business. Yeah. It's just, it, it, you can't. It's because you're not going to be able to hire somebody to hold you accountable to go do the next thing it, it's going to take to, to go get your business cards and for you your company. And the at the end of the day stop, stops with you. Yeah. You know, that's I Look, I mean, yeah. I could have 100 people working for me. I could have five people working yeah. for me or nobody. At the end of the day... You know, you're accountable. Yeah. That stops with you. Yeah. It's on the check. Yeah. Or people. And if someone doesn't do the job or somebody doesn't come in, you have to make up for it. Somebody has to. It's a reflection. Yeah. A guy the other day had this conversation. Hey, look, I understand what you're saying. You know, you weren't involved in that decision. You didn't know about what it was. But let's talk about the perception. The perception for you and your business and your brand just got hurt. Yep. You may have had no involvement in it. Yeah. Okay. But the perception, your business, your brand, and on you, the reflection on you just got damaged yeah. by the actions of somebody else who you hire and you sign their check every day. Yeah. You may want to actually get involved in this. Exactly. Now, if you don't want to get involved in it, hey, that no. that's that's fine. But let's exactly. but as we're having this conversation right now, action reaction. Mm-hmm. If you're coming across and you're not, you're not accountable to it. You're not taking responsibility for it, okay? You don't really want to dig in and know what's going on here. Well, my perception of you is not changing also. Because yeah. at the end of the day, hey, you can't sign something and put CEO next to it, okay? Yeah. And then walk away from it yep. as if you had nothing to do with it. Yeah. So now, okay, we, we have a different conversation. We have exactly. a different relationship. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. And yeah. I think 
people sometimes have a hard time just saying, hey, I'm sorry, or I don't know, or let me figure this out. Yeah. You know? Everybody has a problem with saying I'm sorry. That's so hard to do. You know what I mean? Like, to apologize because... It's just you're manning up to what your your fault. You know what I mean. You got to man up to that. I think it's difficult, and and I'm nowhere near as fixated on right and wrong as yeah. maybe I used to be when I was you know younger. And maybe yeah. maybe some level of maturity or experience is, is setting in. I don't think it's about right or wrong anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly not not for me. Mm. I think it's about figuring out how people coexist, yeah. you know? How you can see things differently, but still have that respect for one another and still navigate through those waters because yeah. we're all dealing with challenge you know, oh, and yeah. adversity every, every day yep. you know, on this. Yep. Um, and thinking about whatever little part of the world, you know, is ours, you know, yeah. within our control or, or what we have to do. L- let me ask you, what's what's a day for you? What's a typical day for the lone wolf? Like, how do you, how, when do you start and what, what occupies your time? What do you do every day? Um, my basically my day is responding to a lot of messages. <laughs> I mean, it's literally it's it's a twenty four seven. You know, social running a social media and running a brand, especially through social media and interacting with people so much on social media. And I try to interact with my followers as much as I can, whether that be doing um, going live on Instagram, doing um, IGTV now um, stories. Um, and just, you know, coming up with content, a lot of content. Um, are you a writer and a planner of that or are you more impulse? Like, do you wake up, do you wake up and you, and you've written down no, kind of your plan or no, what I want to do? I, I already, well, first of all, I already have my plan. So like usually it's just waking up, packaging orders, um, emailing people back, um, talking uh, again, majority of my day is spent replying back to people. A lot of people. But you have like, to get yourself in, into a position to have people to reply back to. To reply back to. Okay, yeah. so if I can sit here, turn around, go to that desk, and go, okay, I know as soon as we finish this, I'm yeah. going to have plenty of shit to reply yeah, to, yeah. okay? Because there's a lot of work. Yeah. I can go open up my Instagram. But how did you get and, those and, people and to start? it's like a tree falling in the woods for me yeah. right now. You know, as you try to develop a following and get, yeah. into, and get into that position. I guess where I'm also going is the steps that you took to build also this following, yeah. to be in a position where now you can be reactive, but you're reacting and responding mm-hmm. is also pushing your brand forward. Well, I'll take it back. I'll go back six, six and a half years somehow. So when I started the whole drive thing, well, first of all, we didn't have Instagram. So I, don't, I know I preach Instagram, I've been talking Instagram, 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 but Instagram is the new, that is it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need to be on Instagram. So whenever I first started my, my company, um, you know, all you had was like maybe it was Facebook at the time, you know, mm-hmm. that was about it. So what I did was, is I, I traveled to shows, to Texas shows and interacted with people face to face and grew the brand that way. So I have a lot of a good Texas uh, following because I interacted with people face to face and that's how I think I developed the relationship and then people started being able to relate to me. And then as I grew into the brand, obviously the beard came out, more tattoos came about because I knew as a younger age that it's my, my, my person who I looked up to was Jesse James. Okay. I was like, I want to be that. I want to be because he was, you know, pretty. He was fit and everything. I was like, I want to be. I want to be in shape. I want to be tattooed. So you're talking up. about the bike builder, the Jesse bike builder, Jesse okay. James. Okay. Yeah, the like, outlaw, um, badass motherfucker. Like, <laughs> going like so far back to like the actual outlaw, Jesse. No, 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 no. Yeah. About. Well, I still call Jesse James an outlaw, <laughs> yes. but not that Jesse James, but the just yeah, West Coast Choppers and all yeah. that. When I saw that show coming out, I was like, that's gonna be me. That, that is going to be my life. Not exactly. I'm not going to do exactly like him, but it's going to be tattooed, bikered out have my own thing going. That's what I'm going to, eventually that is going to be me. And then, so I think with the brand, I started catching on to that. Cause again, social media started creating people to start creating their own brand brands. And then that's when I came out with Mr. Drive because I was like, all right, people are liking me almost more than the clothing, really. The clothing is just kind of there, but the people are really starting to reflect and relate to me. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that was just over time of, dude, I traveled like every weekend in my truck, dude. And in the beginning, I was in a car selling out of the back of my trunk in my car, Mm -hmm. you know, standing out in the freezing cold in nutrition stores and, you know, trying to sell my T-shirts. And I think just over time, people just seeing that, just they started respecting me more. And then they started reflecting me more. Being able to reflect more, yeah. relate to me more, but the the and I think the, that's where a lot of people they stop doing it because they feel like they're not inspiring people or it's not working. But trust me, 
when you don't, when you think you're not inspiring somebody, you you are. Just because they don't tell you that you're an inspiration doesn't mean that they don't think you're an inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, because eventually, once you get that first person to message you and say, "Dude, you inspire me every day," dude, it becomes a snowball. Because yeah, that 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 right there should fuel you. Right there it should be like, "Damn, I just got somebody to message me to say I inspire them." Holy shit, I'm fucking running with it. This. It does. Um... And it's it's an amazing it's an amazing thing, and and you do it feeds and fu- and fuels you. I mean, yeah. even in just a short period of time of altering my messaging, rebranding, you know, toward towards the midlife male, and yep. I actually have the word, you know, on few tattoos that I have, you know, one of them is inspired. You yeah. Know? And I look and I say, you know, what what inspires people? You know, yeah. what inspires me? Even in the short period of time of just rebranding yeah. and people connecting with the notion of, hey. I have a midlife male. Yeah. I'm a guy dealing with all of the same issues, and I heard that message or yeah. that connection or I've experienced. And you get that first DM, you yeah. know, and that second one, or yeah. or somebody you know pings you through through email or whatever, yeah. or somebody took the time to find me and yeah. get my number and say and respecting that. Yeah, that's what you know. What I mean, like you're, you're you're going into that like because you respected that person. Um, for doing that, for messaging you, and you should be honored that that person even messaged you. Whatever the connection, whatever you found interesting or, or inspiring, or whatever mm-hmm. connected with you, whatever conversation or whatever may have gone up there, and you feed off that, yeah. and, and it's such a cool thing, yeah. and it's really humbling, oh, also, yeah. you know, and grat- and gratifying at the same time to get and go out. You know, that made a difference in some guy's life who woke up this morning that was having a bit of a rough time, yeah. you know? And you never know what anybody else is, is going through or what they they may need. Maybe he mm-hmm. ate something a little bit differently today, you know? Yeah. Maybe he spoke to somebody at his business yeah. a little bit differently today or did something a little differently because of something you put out yeah. there, you know, or, or, or something maybe I said. And that that's a really that's a really cool and powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think, like, too, like, where I get my, my captions from and what's um, really turned a different direction in my social media because one minute you you're, you're, you feel like you're on point with your social media and everything's going great and everything, and all of a sudden it just starts dropping off. And then you kind of refigure out rethings, rebranding your, yourself and getting yourself out there. Was, for me, dude, I share my stories. I share my past, and I share, and other people can just re- relate to it, but you can't, you can't go in the mindset of, like, you know, I hope everyone can relate to this story I just wrote. They're not going to. Not everyone's going to be able to relate to your story, man, because it just doesn't work that way. Everybody grew up a different way. And for me, my life-changing event is when I got into the motorcycle wreck. That made me open up my eyes a lot. And I think sometimes you have to go through a tragedy or some sort of something that just wakes you up and just goes, holy shit, man, like I could have been, that could have been it for me right there. Now, what happened there? Exactly. And, and take me through a little bit of that, that experience, that setback, yeah. and then overcoming that setback. Um, well, just after the wreck, you know, just laid up in the hospital bed, and then you're in the burn room with other victims. Luckily, mine was just my hand was completely ripped off, you know, which I don't wish that on anybody. But, you know, the you know being in that burn room and seeing people in a way off situation than you are right there, mm-hmm. You know, that opens your eyes immediately. Because when you're actually sitting there laid up next to somebody and they're like, oh, brand, you're like, man, dude, like, wow, life is this, you know, okay, everything's changed now in my life. Like, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, material things and this and that, it doesn't mean anything. Because, again, all that can be taken away like that, you know. Yep. So I think that just opened up my eyes and made me realize that I need to just start, I don't know, I guess I just kind of just started was like, man, I need to start sharing my story and just open and really find myself. And, and open up my soul and just kind of like dig in, dig in there a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's when you have to really um, get into yourself and maybe kind of remove yourself from society for a while and, and from people. And really, really just go. I always tell people, man, like, you ever just wake up and you're like, man, I kind of just want to go to Austin. Or I just, I kind of want to just go to the Green Belt. Like, I just want to go. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Do it. Call in sick. Say, hey, man, I, I'm sick, dude. I'm sick as a horse. There's no way I can make it in. There's just no way. Dude, just go because that right there is your soul telling you, dude, you, you, need, you need a break. You need, you, we, we, need to, we need to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, again, that's where the lone wolf kind of comes into play where it's just like, dude, you have to start finding your inner peace within yourself. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great, great point. Um, 
Rich Roll on his podcast was talking about this uh, last week about oh, cool. spending more time in nature. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm big on nature, and, and, and so I'm getting into that so much more. Just yeah. enjoying the and maybe it's the city though. Some people though can find their soul in the city though. Yeah, just Some people around. like all this, mm-hmm. like coming up into your office right now. You know, twenty four stories high, and seeing like these guys over here working and stuff—that's inspiring. That's fucking. That's motivation right there to see these guys up there working and stuff, man. It's like, damn, dude, look how high they are working on that, like in this heat, and they're busting their ass. Like, dude, they're badass. Those type of people inspire me. Construction worker, because I'm like, dude, without them, we don't have this building we're sitting in. Yep, I think it's an appreciation of 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 everybody that's putting it in. Yeah, time, and maybe you find that out again in in nature. In nature, a lot of time in the city. That's what you or or vice versa. you know, you can walk around the concrete mm-hmm. jungle and look around at all these different experiences wherever you find it. And and I liked, I liked that conversation that uh, that that Richard put out there before. And I thought about that. And then the other one was, can't remember where I was where I was listening to this too. I was just driving back from Dallas yesterday. And I think it was Jordan Harbinger. And I listened to a lot of these things. I spent yeah. a lot of time in the car. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about this concept called buy just buy tickets. Just buy tickets. Yeah. What the fuck is this guy talking about? You know, yeah. it's about if you are stagnant, you know, or or inside, or you can't really find out what might be motivating or, or inspiring you. He's like, just go online, find out what's coming into your area, and just buy tickets. Okay. okay. It could be a show. It could be a concert. It could be a comedian. It could yeah. be the ballet. It could be a, a taco festival. Just buy some fucking tickets and get off your ass and start yeah. going to things. Yeah. Just and it doing will it. be amazing. Like what you will get from yeah. that. Like, what what might motivate you or mm-hmm. inspire you, you know, just by seeing other things, yeah. different types of performers, exactly. different types of artists, different types of lifter, whatever, yeah. whatever it may that's be. That's a good, that's and a very good. Like, Holy shit. Like that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll get into the financial aspect that some people just don't always have the money to get by. All well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can debate everything. Yeah. But the point and that's why the nature side is good. Sometimes when you see a guy out there, just get up and go. Just man. get up and go. It doesn't yeah. cost you anything to no. go take a walk around the block. Yeah. You know? doesn't cost you any gym membership no. to go drop down and do 10 burpees in the yeah, park, you know? Exactly. And the next day come back and do yeah. 15. You don't need money to, to, to drive success. You it's really don't. Problem. I mean, you can, you can, Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you can find ways. There's other ways. And again, you might have to work harder. You might have to research a little bit more. You might have to go more outside of the box than the other person had to. Yep. You know what I mean? Let's talk about the drive as, as a brand, you know? Mm. You, you had the, the, the attitude of the lone wolf You've got the drive, you put it on the arm, everything, yeah. and now, and you've turned it into a brand that is a is a representation, obviously, of the person that you that you are yeah. you know, in there. How do you take that though from idea to execution? And you touched on a little bit about selling them out of the back of your car and going mm. out there. How do you continue to take that idea to execution and build this brand up year after year? And and where do you want to go with it? Um. I think the how I how I build it is just um, through me still. You know what I mean? Putting out putting out information to people that can relate to um, through my captions and everything. I think the captions my captions are what really draws a lot of people. So my who look, wants to wear your? Who wants to wear? The oh, the type of people I want to wear myself are Harley riders. You know, motorcycle people, fitness people. That's 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 our community. That's who that's who I cater towards mm-hmm. and. That's because that's me. You know, yeah. I ride Harleys and I work out. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that. And that's who I touch upon. And, and again, too, with the motorcycle community, it's cool to touch upon those guys because most of those guys are out of shape. And so they look at they look at a guy like me that is doing the same things as them, but they're in shape. So they kind of, I think they find that as an inspiration and... You know, we're like, dude, hell yeah, man. Like, I want to, let's roll, you know? I mean, it may be outside of, again, like, your, your day-to-day community there, but, again, the parallels are, are really, really similar. Like, I feel the same thing about the corporate community. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really out of shape. Yeah. Like, getting a corporate wellness program yep. going and getting people up and getting them moving, you know? And, I mean, again, we're up 24 stories. You got all these businesses oh, yeah. that are sitting around sedentary, yeah. you know, every, every day yep. and trying to find things that they can relate to, that can yeah. motivate and inspire them too. To so exercise and get in shape. Because, as you said, we, we need that guy in the building, you know, yeah. who's on that on that platform or whatever. Health, health, health should always come first. And we need these people in here in this office too, in every yeah. office in this entire building. They can't, if they all got up and just went to the green belt, yeah. which is a great idea, okay? Yeah. But please not all at once to everybody that yeah, works yeah. here. Okay, like let's take yeah. some different, if everybody got up, you know, mm-hmm. and just did that, mm-hmm. we, we don't operate. So yeah, how do we exactly. create a better culture, better wellness, better experience so that 
they also can balance enjoying, you know, coming to work, feeling better, looking a little better. And I think ultimately you perform better yeah. because of that. Oh, yeah. Like, and whenever I first got into the whole, like, working out and everything like that, and then I, when I started my company, I had told myself before the day I started the company, I, I told myself, I said, Chad, whatever you do, though, you make sure you put your workouts before anything, no matter what, because you wouldn't be where you are right now if it wasn't for, for working out and health and nutrition. Like you wouldn't be here because again, if you weren't healthy and nutrition, you probably, you might not even be alive. So you know what I mean? Like you, I always put my workouts before anything. I mean, now things are a little bit different. Obviously, I have mm-hmm. to like sometimes I do have to put it on hold and and go later. But no, you know, I do make try to get it in. But for the person that's trying to get motivated right now and trying to just start, mm-hmm. dude, start making working out your first priority. You know what I mean? Make that your first priority, and then guess what? Everything else in your life is going to start becoming a priority too. And you do your whole life is going to change because you know where else I know if you look good and you're in shape and you're in a nice suit. And then the guy that's not in and that's not in shape and just found out of shape, who most likely you're gonna be more somebody that people are gonna to want to talk to because it's like, damn, he's already an achiever. Just look at his body, look at his physique. Well, it's in, it's an interesting point, okay? And it's taken both and it and it's taken two different ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm and I'm glad you brought it up and and because I'm gonna take whatever you say to heart also. Yeah. There's two types of perceptions sometimes in there. One is, okay, like this guy's spending too much time, too, in, the, too yep. much time in the gym, too much time worrying about yeah. his fucking appearance, too distracted from his He's day, not day focus job. On work. He's not focused on work. Yeah. Okay. And that's some kind of person, some type of client. It's not going to be a good client of mine for yeah. sure if that's the perception yeah. overall. But that's out there. Yeah. And maybe oh, yeah, a lot of that, that is because of them projecting like, yeah. hey, I don't do that. I'm yeah. out of shape. I'm focused on my work. My priorities are in order. Yeah. Even if my health is the shit and everything. And yeah. everything in there. And the other side is exactly what you're saying, which is, hey, I got two choices in a guy in, in guy that I want to work with, okay? Mm-hmm. Which one do I want to join my team, represent me, exactly. protect my business? Do I want this guy, okay, who's fat, lazy, out of shape, yeah. clearly doesn't take care of himself, yeah. okay? Drinks too much, maybe smokes mm-hmm. too much or whatever, but he's in his office, you know, 18 hours a day. Exactly. He may kill over a fucking heart attack, yeah. okay, one day. Yeah. Or do I want this guy, okay, who's clearly disciplined, clearly focused, clearly doesn't, which one do I want representing yeah. me? But that guy could be, like you said, spending too much time in the gym. Right. Where it's like, well, he's too worried about getting his meals in, getting his cardio in, and he's like, he's going to put my, my, you know, this, hey, look, I'm this job second. Or he's, host, he's hosting a podcast. He's yeah. on social media all the time. And you know mm-hmm. what? I got a million dollar fucking premium, okay? And yeah. this guy's supposed to be watching my business all the time. Yeah. And, and, and I he's get, too worried about this. And I, so. and I get some of that a, a little bit too. I get where they're, where they're yeah. coming from. I, but, you know, I think where, where the, where the focus is also or huh. where the connection is between people or, or client or, or broker and even in your situation, the connection is, okay, the back to the balance. Yeah. You know? Like, hey, you can have your shit together and buttoned up in business, okay? And there's a lot of hours to focus on it and do it and put your heart and your passion there. And these other things make you a better person, make you a better high performer in business because you're taking care of yourself, because you're eating well, because you're spending time with your kids. All of those things... I am desperate to protect all those things. Mm-hmm. And what's the way I protect all them? By building a very successful business, which enables me to do it. Yeah. So if I'm not busting my ass for my clients all the time, I can't do all those other things. Exactly. I, I don't have as I don't have the money for the gym. Yeah. I don't have the money for the for the meal plan. <laughs> I don't have the time to go. And to I think though too, like also at the same time, like when I say like, oh, you know, this person compared to this person. It's, you know, I get that part too, but also too, just the person that's out of shape, it's like, man, you should just want to be healthier just to feel better because you're going to perform better. It's yeah. only going to help you. But again, you don't have to train like a bodybuilder. You don't have to sit there and eat eight times a day, every two hours and all this crap. You know what I mean? Because you don't, you don't have time for that, man. You're focused on work and business. What I'm saying is just start making healthier choices yep, and smarter exactly choices. It. And then when you go to Jason's Deli, dude, just make the smarter choice. You know what the smarter choice is, dude. You, your just mind is telling yourself you're hungry so you just go off the first instinct of just something that looks good mm-hmm. but stop for a second just stop for a minute and breathe and say but this i'm gonna benefit after i eat it too and not just it's not gonna it's, and it's gonna satisfy my hunger which is why you're getting food and you're gonna continue to benefit down the road the, the rest of the day because you're just gonna feel better and you're getting all the nutrients your body well needs. this stuff comes full circle and now we're back to again authenticity and 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 
being who you are. Yeah. yeah? Um, and if you're true to yourself and the way that you live your lifestyle and the things that you do, the like begets like. I, I, again, I'm going to push that boulder uphill if I'm going after the wrong clients, yep. okay, who are going to feel, oh, you're spending too much time at the gym or, oh, you coach your kids too much. Or, oh, you just, If I'm going after that kind of person, yeah. like, I'm just fighting against myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to win them over, no. you know, per se in there. But if I'm going after a guy, and I look for this now too, and so he's CEO of a company and he's a triathlete at the same time yeah. and he eats one of like shit of course we're going to have a better connection yeah exactly okay? and he understands what it takes to wake yeah. up at 4 o'clock and put 50 miles in on his bike exactly and he, and he understands that the same way the guy who wants to mm -hmm. you know lift weights does. it doesn't matter yeah. again what, what the widget is it's about the discipline the commitment and what your values are exactly I think, I think overall and I think that's a great great point that you mentioned that even at the beginning about being just true to who you are no. hey I, I live this lifestyle. I look this way. I act this way. I wear yeah. my heart on my sleeve. I'm authentic. I'm, I'm going to talk about the things that mm -hmm. I want to talk about, and I'm not going to conform or cater, you know, yep. or get into any other any other area because it won't work. I won't yeah. be true to the drive. Exactly. I won't be true to myself. Yeah. And how can you possibly yeah. really be successful? Yeah. You know, and thrive. You just got. And you got to be afraid not to to say what you want to say. Like you just got to say like. I, but see again, man. Like I've always been like that my whole life. Is that. I just blurt out things. I say, I've always said, my mouth has gotten me in trouble and it's also done me good. Well, you know, it's just I, like there's always another, for somebody that may not like what you say, yeah. you know, you're banking on the fact that there's 10 people. There's 10 people, yeah. love what you say. But I'm not even banking on the fact that anybody, I could care less if anybody likes what I have to say because again, it's just like, you, you can't care about what anybody has to say. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care, you know, like, yeah, but am you know, I in hopes that, you know, that's, I'm going to be out of touch? Yeah, but if I don't, oh well, it is mm -hmm. what it is. Guess you yeah. didn't like it. Guess you don't like me. Oh well, could care yeah. less, dude. And you, you know? can keep moving your brand and yeah. your business and your life forward. Okay. You're I'm gonna find people that are gonna be able to relate to you, and then you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna grow. You're gonna go with that. Those people because y'all relate. Y'all, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Again, it's like you can engage in the one guy that wants to wants to fight with you about everything you can yeah. out there online. You can engage yeah. with that guy. Okay. Exactly. Or you can respond positively yep. to everybody else. Yeah. You know who is. Anytime anybody hates on me, man, I always try to. I always flip it and say and say, hey, man, look. I know you're having a bad day because that's what it is. They just have a bad day. They're not a troll. They're not a hater. Mm -hmm. You know, like all these people want to say, oh, I got all these haters. Dude, they're not haters, man. They're just lost right now. They're just a little confused. They're Maybe even they're just having a bad day, dude. Maybe their girlfriend just broke up with them. Yeah. Have you thought about instead of re reacting in a, in a hateful way and maybe reaching out to them and saying, or send them a DM. Don't even respond back to the comment. Maybe leave it up or maybe even delete it. So that this way they don't look. So when somebody else, one of your followers, sees that person that left a name, they don't start going, "Oh, see, man, you're a negative person." Maybe delete it. Say, "Hey, bro, I deleted that comment mainly because I didn't want you to like look bad. I didn't want people to think that you're a negative person because I know you're really not. Because maybe you're just having a bad day. Did something happen? Like, reach out to me. And dude, I've done that so many times. And every time I do that, dude, I get an apology from the person. They always say I'm sorry. And they're like, "Bro, you know what?" Dude, I was having a bad day. Dude, you are actually a very good dude. And I'm sorry. And I've created those people as long-term followers. That's because awesome. it's Because, again, it's like, no, you can't look at bad in people, man. You always have to look at the good. And we all go through shit in life, man. And maybe, dude, again, I, I put out some, I've even commented where it's almost sounded like I'm hating on somebody just because I'm having a bad day. Mm -hmm. We've all done it. You mean to tell me you've never talked some like, oh, I really don't like that person. Oh, you're, you're a hater, huh? Oh, so it means you don't, well, I just don't really care for the person or, or I don't care for what they, they say. Or maybe you just had a bad day yeah. and it just slipped out. You know what I mean? Like me, my mouth gets me in trouble. You know what I mean? And it also does me good, but that's because, I mean, it's just life, man. We all say things. We're, we're just human beings, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like people take the whole hating comments and, and all that. Dude, you're taking it way too personal because most of the time, dude, it's probably a 13-year-old kid that's <laughs> saying that. You know what I mean? You're getting upset about this 13-year-old hating on you when you got 100 other comments that are all positive. Oh, look, I it's, mean, it's, come hard. On. it's hard. And my wife tells me it all the time. You know, I'll come home and she's like, what's, what's the matter? Oh, well, you know, this, 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 and this happened, you know, or, or I got this message and it's, or, or it's, it's weighing on me or I got this issue with the client or whatever. She's like, well, what went good today? You know, like yeah. what went well today? You yeah. know, like, so, so basically 10 things went yeah. well, you know. And, yeah, and, and, but that one thing one drives thing, you crazy. one thing didn't and it's going to drive. And it's yeah, gonna drive and that's everybody. Crazy. It's just a natural thing. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? You got to, again, you got to, 
Yeah, get past it. Again, kill, yeah. it, kill it with kindness. Do the best you possibly can yeah. to help them. Always look at the positive in something. Because dinner's not going to taste as good if, no. you, if this thing is just eating away. At you, yeah. You know, and all, like, we got to put it behind. You walk yeah. in the door, you know, put the phone down or leave the phone in the car, you know, yeah. if, if, if it's a problem, you yeah. know, because the kids are here and the dinner's being cooked and everything's good. And, yeah. like, enjoy the rest of the oh, evening. Oh, I see. you got a 10 I'll to see. 1 ratio. Yeah. And you're going to blow it for, for mm-hmm. what? For some guy who's meaningless yeah. or, some, or one message that, that shouldn't even... Yeah, I see so many people out there, man, that like they're super successful. They have a ton of money, you know, and like we say, some people say money doesn't bring happiness, which is bullshit to me. (laughs) I'm like, dude, come on. Well, let's quantify it. Okay. And I'll let you go on. I think money can buy happiness for people that are genuinely happy. Like, yeah. It can make you a lot happier. Exactly. If you're a positive person, yeah. things are going well in your life, you've yeah. got stability, good relationships. But if things are going positive, a lot of fucking fun. But well, if you're yeah, a bad but, person, if you're yeah. unhappy and everything's going wrong, yeah. you can have a lot of money in the bank and you're not going to enjoy it at all. Well, yeah, and I guess those would probably be people that the money was handed to them. Could, you know what I mean? I mean? If you worked your ass off for that money, man, you should be happy. But I guess some people, it just doesn't bring happiness. But I can tell you what, you put, you put $10 million in my bank account, I'm going to be one happy. Well, something. yeah, I mean, look, I had this conversation <laughs> with a guy who makes a lot of money not yeah. too long ago, and we, and we sat down, and we had this conversation. And, and I don't know if it, if it even came up on an episode before, but the question was, are you happy with your income? You know, the question was, yeah. about, well, are you happy with your life? Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about this. I don't know if I have a problem in my life that another let's say, another half a million a year wouldn't fix. Like, you know, yeah. you just drop another half a million a year, say, hey, I could have a lot of fun with that because I have a lot of great things going on in my life. Yeah. On the opposite side, you know, guy I'm sitting across the table from, his income is tenfold or tenfold yeah. mine, okay? A lot of shit's going wrong in his life. Oh, yeah. You know, overall, yeah. doesn't know how to apply, doesn't know where to go, business is great, but the rest of it's wrong. So yeah. I think somewhere in between being, being maybe happy with, with, where your, your income or where your state of life is and, and where your life actually is. Like, they intersect, you yeah. know, to, to your point. Exactly, you know? yeah. I agree with that, yeah. But, sure, anybody want, anybody out there wants to drop $10 million and chatter my bank account, yeah. okay, we know exactly yeah. what we're... Yeah, we're going to make me happy, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm going to be totally fine with that. <laughs> yeah, we're smiling now. But yeah. It's going to be a whole lot fucking bigger. Oh, it's going to be way somebody, bigger. somebody wants to do it. I'm actually probably going to walk off the show and be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Done. Fifty-four. Yeah, I'm going to Hawaii, dude. See you later. <laughs> I, I'm out. But the, but the working for it also, though. Yeah. You know, like the earning it, you know, the earn not. Oh giving, yeah, not, dude, not for giving, sure. Yeah. You know, is an, is another aspect of mm-hmm. it. Where does the drive go, and where do you go? Three years down the road, five years down the road, like where where are you going with this? Have you mapped it out, or are you just still cranking up the throttle and just riding it? Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, dude, I like to just you know, it's something you know. I think it's just. You obviously want to continue. You know? It's like I'm not. I'm never going to give up on. It. I'm always going to continue pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And where do I see it just going, man? Is just, dude, just exactly where it's going right now, man. Just keep encouraging people, keep putting it out there, keep putting the content out there, and keep You know, people more and more people can relate, and I can keep touching, touching more and more people. You know, until the day I die with it. That's. That's all I, you know, that's all I truly want, man. I just want to be able to keep touching and touching and touching and touching people. And that's what I feel like I was here for. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me a while. I didn't think that, I didn't think that this is what I would be doing. You know, at the age of 36, I didn't think I would be, you know, a motivational speaker or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. whatever it is I am. I don't even like to call myself that. I just like to just help people, man. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I know that sounds kind of cheesy. Like, oh, okay, dude, you just want to sit here and help people, but... That is truly what I want. I just want to like, I just want to help people and just see them succeed because there's so much negativity in this world. Mm-hmm. And we all go through stuff and we all have bad times. We all have good times and stuff like that. And it's just about creating and that just, I don't know, man. I guess it's, it's like, like... It's a great mission. I mean, to be focused on, on positivity yeah. and, and having a positive impact and yeah. changing people's lives. For but I like better. to be real with people too. I don't like to, like, because there's times I can come off negative. But it's not me coming off negative. It's me just being the real, the reality of it, because I've probably already gone through it. And so I'm letting you know before you go off and make the same dumb mistake that I did. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you know now, man. So it's like, hey, man, you can take it or not take it. But, dude, you're going to, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, false hope or false happiness yeah. or masking any of these things, you know, doesn't have any long-term gain either. Yeah. You know, you can try to sugarcoat shit and put it out there, you know, and, and speak about the unicorns and rainbows all yeah. day. But it's not, again, it's not real. It's we're not, not real, just saying man. like, hey, we're going to try to make you happy yeah. 
through fallacy, we're going to try to do it authentically, you yep. know, and, and find find ways for you to be positive or yeah. look at things differently through real, actual yep. experiences or learning from other other. All mistakes. my all my stuff, all my information that I put out there, dude, either comes from out of my life, okay, where some people have reached out to me, like, man, is everything okay? I'm like, everything's fine, man. Has nothing. That post, like, that post was to help you guys, man. Hopefully, that touched one of you guys because I get my inspiration through, like I said, myself, things that I've gone through in yeah. life. And I get a lot of a lot of my stuff is through other people, my friends, my family yeah. that have, are going through stuff, and we're talking about it. And then something just triggers one word that they say just triggers me into going, "Holy shit, dude! That's some, that's that's some good valuable information." And now I can. I gotta take ask that. you this personally then too. Yeah, not, when those things happen, when those moments happen. Do you boom like like start Sometimes. talking into your phone? Do you start jotting stuff? Either, like, I, like, what's the turnaround time write, between? You know, like in in your content, mm -hmm. saying, "Oh man, that was a crazy conversation with my with, yeah. with my mother today, or, or a friend about this." I got to get that down. Yeah. Like, what's your process? A lot of times, it's just I write down the one word. You know, like okay, for instance, the uh, the last post I had is it's uh, not all dreams come true. Yep. So it was just something somebody had said. Oh, so you gave up on your dream? And I was like, no, I didn't. You know, I didn't give up on my dream. And then that right there triggered it. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, boom, right there, giving up on your dreams. That right there, a lot of people can relate to because not giving up on your dreams. Because like we've always we've said, with entrepreneurs, they start a company, they keep going, they keep going, they keep going. They're so passionate about it. It's my baby. It's everything. But guess what, dude? It's just not working out. It's digging yourself a bigger hole. You're going in more debt. And dude, it's about to explode right now in front of your face. And you just, you got to let it go, man. You know what I mean? So that right there triggered me into when that, when that person said that or... Anytime anybody says anything that just, it just, it just triggers, man. It just mm -hmm. triggers and I'll stop either right there and write it or I save it and I write it later. Mm -hmm. And when, when I'm in the right mindset, you know what I mean? I yeah. just, I have to be in that right mindset and I have to be alone mm -hmm. and I have to be in a room and lock myself away from everybody. And I just get into it, man. I just dig really deep. And I just, do, 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 do. I just start typing, typing. And then I just go back through it and just go, Okay, well, this needs to go here. This needs to, you know what I mean? I start reframing it after. Yeah, exactly. You kind of get it all out there. And get it all out. Me, just boom, boom, boom. Just all just comes out of my head. And then sometimes, though, maybe that's a gift, too. You know, I've looked at it, too. Is that That's my gift. Is that, that's my gift that, you know, God gave me to, and now put that out to people. And I feel like that's what, what it is for me, is that this stuff gets triggered into me, into my soul. And, I'm, and my job is to let it out and let other people, um, hopefully other people can relate to it a lot. Yep. Yep. And a lot of people do. Most of the time when I write something, it, 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 people just can relate to it, man. And Because, again, man, a lot of people are going through struggles out there. You can't just look at all the successful people. There's a lot of people out there going through a lot of struggles. Absolutely. You know? and, and it's a great place to look to get messages of positivity, you know, find some things that you can you can relate to. As we talked about, not all of it all the time, but find the people you want to engage with, you want to follow yeah. whose opinions you and yep. perspectives that you respect, you know, yeah. in there too, and kind of put that almost personal advisory yeah. group together. You and know? then also too, if you're trying to grow your brand and you're trying to grow just whatever your, yourself and stuff, you need to start looking at the things that you're into and then start following those pages that those things are into. So like yep. for me, I'm into motorcycles. So what do I do? I follow a bunch of motorcycle pages. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm into fitness. So what do I do? I follow a bunch of fitness pages. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's cause I, and then I'm interacting with those people that run those pages Yeah. because again, it's just one big circle. We're just all reflecting. So I'm able to grab those people that can relate to me because of those other people owning these other pages yeah. mm -hmm. and I'm able to get, they're able to find me and they're like, damn, dude, finally somebody I can relate to that rides a Harley, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or that works out or whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it's an awesome thing when that stuff starts happening on both a macro level and even a micro level, you know, and it's starting to, to happen. I've had some really great recent experiences with that where like I'll be in, in Colorado in the next couple of weeks and, reach out to a guy that who, that I follow who yeah. happens to live out there and he's doing some amazing stuff fitness-wise and climbing and doing, and hey, you know, I'm, I'm coming out. You got any recommendations for me or things that I should do? And it's like, yeah. well, how long are you going to be there? Well, okay, I'll meet you on this day. Yeah. Let's go do that. And you're like, holy shit. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, you find this community or like-minded people that are just looking for, for good connections. Exactly. You know, overall. Yeah. So, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, Chad. Lone Wolf, Mr. Drive, where do we find you? Where do people uh, find you? Instagram, Mr. Underscore Drive 12. Okay. And then you can also, my email is chad at thedriveclothing.com. Um, Facebook, I'm on there a little bit, Chad Lemons. Mm -hmm. you know, but Instagram, you're going to easily be able to reach out to me. 
Shoot okay. me a DM, um, shoot me an email. Those are going to be the two best ways to get a hold of me, you know. Awesome. And the drive clothing, are they? can they get that through you directly? The drive uh, yeah, site that's or? all online. Okay. So you can go to um, www.thedriveclothing.com or you can go to our Instagram, at thedriveclothing, and you can see some uh, like pictures with models. Mm -hmm. and a lot of inspiration is on that page, too, because uh, I share my inspiration also on the drive clothing page and also on my page. So it just depends on what you're looking for. You know, you're gonna find you're gonna find inspiration on both pages, regardless. So awesome! Check out everything that Chad has going on. Hit him up if you like what you hear on the program. Also, subscribe to the show. Give us a great review, thumbs up. Check it out at gregshyman.com, iTunes, everywhere else podcasts are right now. Chad Lemons, thank you so much for being on the Midla Midlife Mail podcast yeah. today. I really appreciate your time, brother. Yeah, thank man. you. Thank you for having me. The Midlife Mail Podcast with Greg Scheinman was presented by Inns Group Insurance. Inns Group is ensuring success. For more information, visit innsgroup.net. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.